weekly podcast covering news, hard truths, random questions, and hip-hop culture with a shot of whiskey. It ain't for the faint at heart, baby. Tune in. Tea and whiskey. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. Tea and whiskey. Oh, yeah. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. tea going on you guys it's your girl april benet sunshine with tea and whiskey with sunshine giving you the uncensored uncut adult conversation you can sip to thank you soundcloud spotify google play apple podcast iHeartRadio, tune in stitcher himalaya all the youths all the youths um Again, this is April Bonet Sunshine, and um, I'm coming to you all doing an audio show. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I may record a little bit here and there, but um, first of all, I just want to just thank God for another day that was not promised to me. It is a beautiful Monday morning. We are in a Mercury retrograde. Hey, Mercury retrograde is in Libra, so right now I'm giving Libra vibes. I'm going to tell you about these Libra vibes later on, <laughs> but um, I want to talk to you all about betrayal, um, betrayal, the betrayal was a blessing, the betrayal, it was a violation of trust and the betrayal comes in forms of lies, but the betrayal was also a blessing. Um, I... Um, have experienced some major loss, as you all know, tea and whiskey family. Um, my uh, wedding anniversary came and went um, Friday, um, October the 8th, 2021. It would have been four years of uh, me being married. Um, and I can tell you that um, getting through this has been very uh, difficult. It has not been easy. Some days are great. Some days are not. I was good um, on the day of. The day before, I was not. The few days before, I was not. Uh, my mom's birthday was October the 3rd. <laughs> so I'm still dealing with a lot. But I still choose to push through. But something really, really resonated in my spirit. Jamal Bryant. I know some of you all may know him. Some of you all may not, but Jamal Bryant is like a celebrity preacher. Like he preaches, I believe it's called New Birth Baptist Church. Um, anyway, he is a pastor and um, also a motivational speaker. And he's also a uh, minister and, and pastor to a lot of celebrities. And of course, you may know his ex-wife, um, Giselle Bryant, um, they've had back, she's actually on the Real Housewives of Potomac, but after listening to this sermon that he preached, I don't know if this was a sermon or Bible study or what, but I had to do a show on this. So, um, for some of y'all that are not in the church like myself, but you still have church background, this is for us. Um, because right now, dealing in these crazy times that we're in, it's like, who do you talk to? Who do you trust? But considering this man's relationship with this woman and, and what they've both been through, there has to be some truth in what he's talking about. 
Um, and based on what I've seen, his wife on, on Real Housewives of Potomac, she off the chain. I think both of them have had some faults in the relationship. But nevertheless, I had faults in my own relationship. And I still wonder about certain things. But I want to take you all on a journey. This sermon is called, I Can't Believe They Did That To Me. Well, no, I can't believe they did this to me. And that's how I felt. That's how I still feel as far as the departure of my husband. It's like, I can't believe they did this to me. Even the departure of family members. I can't believe family members did this to me. Have you ever been so betrayed that you can't believe, you could not believe. You couldn't believe that they did this to you. Um, I'm going to let, you know. Uh, Minister Bryant talk to y'all today because it definitely ministered to me and so I just wanted to just pour this on y'all because woo, it really 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 has uh, resonated with me so here we go let me get this popping Psalm 41 verse 9 hear what David says even my close friend, someone I trusted, somebody who sat at my table and ate my food. Come on now. Has turned against me. You may be seated. Even my close friend, someone I trusted, somebody who sat at my table, ate my food. That's who turned against me. I want to preach and I want you to type this in the chat. If it resonates with you, here's what the Holy Spirit gave me to preach to you. I can't believe they did this to me. I can't believe they did this to me. Probably vying for first place in America's Olympics of oppression. The gold medal is a coin toss between the African-Americans and the Native Americans. To such an extent, I can't but wonder what was the lesson that for generations the Cherokee tribe was meaning to impart when it makes all of its 12-year-olds during their rites of passage memorize the story about the little boy who was walking down a path and ran into a rattlesnake. The little boy is walking down the path, runs into a rattlesnake, and the snake was getting old and pleaded with the lad, can you please take me to the mountaintop? I'm getting old, the snake said, and I want to see the sunset one last time before I die. The little boy answered dismissively, no, Mr. Rattlesnake, I can't pick you up because if I pick you up, you'll bite me and I'll die. The rattlesnake said, I promise you, I will not bite you. Can you please just take me to the mountaintop so I can see the sunset one last time? The little boy thought about it and decided to pick up the snake and take him to the mountaintop. 
they sat there together. The little boy and the rattlesnake. And they watched the sunset. It was a beautiful sight. A magical moment. When the sun had cascaded down, the snake turned and said to the little boy, Will you take me home now? Because I'm old and I'm tired. The little boy said, I'll do it, but let's rest here first. They went to bed the next morning. The little boy got up and uh, picked up the snake and took him on home. Halfway home. While everything was seemingly going well, the snake bit the little boy. And he cried out in agony, Mr. Snake, why would you do that? After I took you to a level you've never been. Mm. Why would you do that? After we shared precious memories. Mm. Why would you do that? Knowing what you just did was going to hurt me. And potentially kill me. The snake slyly responded. You knew what I was when you picked me up. Wow. While I feel bad for the little boy. I'm perplexed as to what to prescribe. For those of you who have been bitten. Because you never knew it was a snake you were dealing with. Wow. Never knew. How were you to know when there are over 3,000 variations of the species? <laughs> to be clear, I'm not talking about pythons and cobras and anacondas. I'm talking about the kind of snake that would borrow your car to drive to see somebody else. <laughs> I'm talking about the kind of snake that will pretend to love you Hmm. When in actuality, they really don't like you. Hmm. I'm talking about the kind of snake that will laugh with you in the break room. Break room. And then turn on you in the boardroom. I'm talking about the kind of snake that will borrow your clothes. And then strip tease your secrets to your enemies. The only way the snake could bite the little boy hear this is he had to be close to him if you're not gonna write down anything else i need you to write this down you can only be betrayed by people who are close Ooh. people who don't have access to you will never be in proximity of betrayal yeah i write that down writing it down right now people can only betray you that are close to you you can only be betrayed by people that are close to you wow but the people who have left the deepest darkest wounds of betrayal are the people who you spent quality time with you have memories with inside jokes share laughs with have favorite songs Hmm. Hear this, struggled with. Struggle. And it's because you got close that the wound hurts so bad. There's an old Amish axiom that says, never worry about your enemies 
Here's what the Amish people say. Never worry about your enemies because if anything happens to you, they will be the first suspects. Hmm. Worry about your friends because nobody will ever suspect them. You got to be careful, family, because all snakes are not low down. <laughs> In Sri Lanka, there's a snake called the Tralipa, which is a flying snake. They're dangerous because they are low down, but they can rise high. A lot of snakes think that they are fly. Not talking about the cicadas in the District of Columbia. But there are snakes in the Senate. Mm. Who just this week they passed a law to make Juneteenth a national holiday. But they would dare not even discuss reparations. Mm. Talking about the same snakes. Before you pull out your grill to celebrate Juneteenth. This same Senate that won't do anything about aggressive policing but unanimously will stop Asian hate, but won't do anything about the hatred of black people. That part. Gotta look out for snakes. Uh -oh. Gotta look out for this same Senate group that unanimously voted for Juneteenth, but twice refused to indict Trump. <laughs> same Senate that won't flush the filibuster. Same Senate that will fund Israel and turn its back on Palestine. Hmm. I want you to know that Ecclesiastes was right. There's nothing new under the sun. Watch what God says to Moses before deliverance can happen. Hmm. He tells Moses, pick the snake up by the tail. Why? Because this is the end of you hurting me. I need you to know whatever snake bit you before will never get the opportunity again. Hmm. I hope they got the blood they needed to sustain them. Because if you thought feeding off of me was going to be able to keep you for the rest of the year, I am not PPE. At all. There's another grace that is on my life. You PPE is personal protection equipment, guys. <laughs> Will not get another chance to bite me. At all. I better say that to your enemies, to your haters, and even to the demon assigned to you. Hmm. My mistake was not recognizing you. And I need you to be mindful of the fact that the snake that addressed Eve was not slithering. Nope. It is not until he ran up on Eve that he lost his feet. I need you to know whoever got away with it before <laughs> will never stand again. Mm. Whoever it is that thought that they could in fact suffocate the life, the joy, the peace, and the self-esteem out of you, they need to know they missed their shot. In the Garden of Eden, even after they ate of the forbidden fruit, God said something that I think that we have lost sight of. He said that the head of the serpent will be crushed. Hallelujah. You don't even understand that the authority that rests on your life is not for cars. 
-hmm. The authority on your life is not for six-figure income. The authority on your life is to disrupt what has been designed to bite you. Some point in your life, you got to put your foot down and say, I am not going to play the fool twice. You got me once, but I promise you this, it ain't ever going to happen again. And I need some real people that got experiences dealing with some snakes and understand now I know when I hear their hiss. You can't lie to me and think I'm just going to fall for it. I hear your hiss. You ain't going to manipulate me with your kind words. Yeah, I hear your hiss. I don't need your compliments for the affirmation of who I am. I done dealt with enough snakes. And all snakes ain't on the plane. Some snakes are in the church. But God said, today, I got to mow the grass so that the snakes will be revealed. Oh, y'all, listen. He said... Sometimes you got to mow the grass. Actually, all the time, you need to mow the grass so the snakes can clear. So you can see them. Because snakes do hide in high grasslands. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. That's why it is so important to tend to your own grass. Now, uh, Pastor Brian is preaching, y'all. I ain't heard a sermon in a minute, you know, y'all. I, I don't go to church. I have put church down. I, I didn't say I put God down. Okay? I will never put God down. But I had to put the church down. I had to put the church down because of what he talking about, the snakes. The snakes are not just on the motherfucking plane. <laughs> and I can say that because it is God that carries me it is god that will judge me so i don't care what anybody say i can cuss and fuss and talk about the goodness of god in the same breath because he allows me to because it comes from a genuine and true heart why y'all over there judging other people about how they deliver their messages and how they live their lives won't you come up out that that tall ass grass and reveal yourselves snakes anyway <laughs> but man I just had to give y'all a little little piece of that, man. And this that's woo, that's eleven minutes in to a forty-five minute sermon, and I, I had to give y'all that. I had to give y'all that because I woke up this morning. I woke up so heavy, y'all. I woke up so heavy, um, dealing with so many losses: the loss of family members, the loss of my father. Like my dad was like. I can't explain to you how my dad was to me. I don't know if, if, I don't, it's something about little girls and their fathers. I don't know what it is about, it's, I guess like it is about little boys and their moms. It's something about little girls and their fathers. And that's something that the, the um, black community does not talk about because that's not something that we really have, our strong fathers. A, a strong foundation. Um, it was systematically stolen from us. And um, that truly bothers me. It bothers me to my core. And I try not to 
I try not to let that be an excuse. But when you were raised by a strong, a strong, and when I say strong, I don't mean strong just as in physical. I mean mentally strong. My dad pushed through so many things. First of all, he was beautiful, a beautiful melanated human being. No, my dad wasn't a human being. My dad was a god. My dad wasn't a human being. My father was a god. He was beautiful, melanated God. And he loved his children very much. And he was in so much pain before he left this planet because he was worried about his kids. Leaving them here in this world to fend for themselves, knowing how this world feels about them. And everything that Bryant was talking about as far as sending all that it is so accurate, it is so true. Um, but to be raised by a strong, um, mentally strong person, mentally strong black man that did not allow um, his obstacles to defeat him in spite of the racism, in spite of the bigotry, in spite of his treatment, he still rose above it. But it still wasn't fair. And I, I glorify that strength. But it wasn't fair for him to, to live that type of life. It wasn't fair that he had to work so hard. And it's not fair that so many of his kids don't, didn't even appreciate what he did for them. I did. I appreciated my daddy so much that I made sure I didn't ask him for shit <laughs> when I got older. I was needy as fuck because I was a baby girl, you know. Um, I was very needy because my dad spoiled the fuck out of me. But I made sure when I got older that I didn't ask him for shit because I wanted him to know that I was alright. And I still miss him to this day. But my dad was betrayed by a lot of people. I, I watched him be betrayed by family. And he still persevered. He cussed your ass out. He made you feel like shit in his presence. <laughs> But at the end of the day, if you needed something, he was there for you. But I just wanted to drop those jewels on you today with uh, Pastor Bryant and this, uh, why can't, I can't believe that they did this to me. Uh, betrayal hurts. Betrayal violates trust. Betrayal comes in so many forms, but that betrayal, it was a blessing. It showed you, it showed you some things and it showed you, okay, I can't let this happen again, but it, it just, it just either, it's either going to give you wisdom 
Or are you going to keep going through the same cycle? Are you going to let the same snake um, bite you? Or are you going to learn from it? Let's see what else he has to say. William Blake said, um, here's what William Blake said. It's easier to forgive an enemy than a friend. It is. It's easier to forgive an enemy than it is to forgive a friend. Betrayal at its core is treachery. Hmm. Betrayal is deception. Betrayal, hear this, is violated trust. It shows up, uh, betrayal does, it shows up as a broken promise. Hmm. Betrayal is duplicitous. Betrayal comes in the form of a lie. Betrayal, hear this, is the truth you didn't tell. Betrayal is a secret liaison. Betrayal is an affair that is not necessarily sexual. You had an affair by hanging out with who you knew was my enemy. Huh. That part. The injury of betrayal. Do y'all know how many people I had to forgive after I found out they was hanging out with the person that did me wrong? As a matter of fact, <laughs> woo! But you know what? Some people are different. Some people will say, "Well, you know what? I didn't see those type of I didn't see those qualities in that person. That's why." Or you know, a lot of times people will hang out with people that did you wrong because they mad at you. Like people ain't shit, y'all. Continue. Trail can be so ghastly that some never find the strength to recover. Show sure don't. So because of betrayal, they've sworn off, I'll never get remarried. Huh. Because of betrayal, I don't trust nobody. Hmm. Because of betrayal, that's why I don't hang out with other women. That you don't even know that you are speaking out of your trauma. That's the truth. And not out of the expectation of your wholeness. Hmm. Betrayal is so abiding and pervasive that even though we were betrayed, catch this, we were the ones betrayed, but we kick ourselves. That's true. How did you betray me and I'm mad at me? <laughs> we kick ourselves because uh, I can't believe I let my guard down. Yep. Can't believe I allowed you into my space. I feel crazy. Because I let you get close to my kid. Hmm. We become psychologically and emotionally intimate. So betrayal is psychological rape. Hmm. You took it against my will. It's real shit. I never gave you permission. I believe you had my back and didn't know you had it with a knife. That part. Betrayal upends my security. Betrayal represents a traumatic death, not of a person, but it is the traumatic death of a relationship. You are watching me right now, and you should have on black pajamas, because you're still in grieving hmm. over the death of a friendship. Hmm. The death of a relationship. Hear this. You don't even know what it means to have the death of a mother that's still living. 
uh-uh. Hold up. Hold up. Pause. I do. I do. I know how it feels to mourn your mother <laughs> while they're still alive. I know how that feels. If you've ever been betrayed by parents or like, I, I have experienced that. And that is painful. I can't tell you how many Mother's Days I spent unbothered because my mother and I did not talk. I, I felt like I hatched. <laughs> to the, to be betrayed by your mother is like the most painful. It is the most painful feeling in the world. It is painful. It is so painful. Oh, my God. Because you felt betrayed. It hurts at a different level. Yeah. Because even though you did it to me, I blame myself. Mm -hmm. And so people who have been betrayed have uh, escapades with depression. True. I've been betrayed and so now I feel numb. I don't feel anything. Mm. It comes out other side because you've been betrayed. You exercise hyper suspicion. Hmm. You don't trust who you just met. God help me. Don't. And don't. <laughs> you launching investigations on somebody who don't fit the profile. Because <laughs> you've been betrayed. You're going through withdrawal even though you never made a deposit. Because huh. you've been betrayed. You keep replaying moments. And you keep looking for signs when God hadn't even flashed the light. Betrayal is so heavy that I don't even know how to pray about it. Hmm. Don't even know how to pray through it. Don't even know how to pray for it. My God. Betrayal starts messing with your brain. It does. And all the more it messes with your soul. Hmm. In Psalm 41, we cross over the yellow tape of a crime scene. David has uh, stepped out with another man's wife. Ooh. A woman by the name of Bathsheba. She was bad. Not only does he sleep with her, <laughs> he gets her pregnant. Then to cover up the crime, he kills the woman's husband, Uriah. <laughs> and now everybody knows about it. Yep. And uh, I'm with David. I'm with David. In verse number four, Psalm 41, I'm with David. Lord, have mercy on me. Hmm. Because David is showing us you can be anointed and mess up. <laughs> you can have destiny and still have bad decisions. Okay. I need everybody in this room to lift up that hand. Only if you're anointed, lift up that hand and cry out loud, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me, child. Some stuff I said, some stuff I did, some things I participated in. He should have killed me right there, hmm. but he left me. And you mean to tell me you sitting there with your arms folded like you ain't never done nothing, like you ain't never slept with nobody, hmm. like you ain't never been in the wrong place, like you ain't never been in the wrong environment, like you ain't never perpetuated the wrong rumor, been a part of some elaborate lie, like you ain't never tried to cover up your own stuff. Hmm. I need y'all to be honest and don't say it to me but cry out loud to heaven Lord have mercy on me 
I'm with Lord have mercy on me. I don't know about y'all, but I have been there. Have you ever been caught up in some scandals? You ever been caught up in some bullshit? Have you ever been a part of a betrayal? Okay? None of us are innocent. None of us are innocent. So it's easy to talk about what people have done to us, but there are some things that we've done to people that we're not even aware of. I'm sure I've broken some hearts out there and weren't even aware of it. You know, was not aware of the betrayals that you were a part of. Have you ever been a, a guilty of association or affiliation because you was just there? <laughs> it's like, I didn't do it. But you were standing there while it was happening. Regardless, you were standing there while it was happening. But yet, but yet. So, a lot of us are a part of certain things that we didn't even know we were affiliated with. So, Lord have mercy on me. Nobody's perfect. Verse number four. Lord have mercy on me. Hmm. Verse number seven. Um, it gets high tight because uh, he says, all of my enemies are whispering against me. Hmm. I need you to know when you are anointed, when you are destined. Adjust to being talked about if you want to be liked sell ice cream <laughs> you know the call of your life is controversial Shoot. I better say that to somebody the call of your life does not come with an explanation or an apology hmm. because what God has put on you you never prayed for asked for or trained for he just deposited into your life Lord have mercy on me because my enemies are saying all kind of stuff about me. Here's what he says in verse number seven. They imagine the worst for me. Hmm. I want to say to you, whatever your enemies thought was going to happen to you, it is not going to happen. Whatever they hope is going to, you are not going to fall off. Amen to that. Anytime they see your head down, it's only because you bowing it in prayer. That's real talk. Whenever they see, think you're going to fold, it must be because you at the laundromat. <laughs> there was something about your life that no matter what they planned, it is not going to manifest. Amen to that. Because Let me tell y'all something. The day... I didn't even plan my husband's memorial. I, I let I let his raggedy mama do that shit. Lord forgive me, but you you still working on me. Um, I was just too torn up. I was too torn up to, to do any type of, of, of funeral arrangements. I was still trying to get his body moved to from the morgue to the funeral home. <laughs> Couldn't even do that. Um, so I understand where AJ Johnson's wife was coming from. But um I remember being at that raggedy ass memorial and I wasn't acknowledged as his wife. It was like it was about him and his mom. It wasn't it wasn't even about me. I ain't even she'd even call me and say, Hey, this is what we're gonna do. Uh the family's gonna meet at this time. It was like I wanted it's like people were surprised I showed up. I didn't wanna show up. The only reason why I showed up was because his manager at his job called me. And um she she said, please come and represent your husband. I didn't want to. I didn't want to because everything that I was going through, the betrayal, it was so much betrayal. You know, you find out a lot of stuff when people close their eyes. You find out a lot of things 
a lot of things. And I just, but anyway, I'm, I thank God for um, his manager and I thank God for um, the people that worked at his, his job. I thank God for his coworkers. I thank God for anybody that cared about him while he was alive. I thank God for all of y'all. Um, but the things that people were, the, the, the things his mother was saying about me. If she only knew what he was saying about her before he ended his life. <laughs> I cannot express to y'all. I'm, I'm going to put it in a book. I'm going to put it in a book. But I'm telling y'all, the things people say about you, they don't even know you. The, the things that people create about you. But I'm telling you, every tear I shed, every every time my head was down, it was in prayer. You know, I, I, listen, betrayal is a bitch. But when you have all your strength in God, can't nothing or nobody break you. You hear me? No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. That part. He said, my enemies are so desperate mm. that they're making up rumors about me. Come on now. I just said that. They think that I'm sick and I'll never recover. Huh. I need you to lay hands on yourself and tell yourself, I will recover I all. Will I will recover all. I will recover. I need you to say it with conviction. I need you to say it robust. I need you to say it with authority. Do you know how crazy your faith is? I'm crazy. saying I'll recover all, watch this, while I'm guilty. Ooh. I'm saying I'm going to recover all <laughs> no, when I know I did wrong. No, he did wrong. I'm <laughs> saying I'm going to recover all when I know God justifiably should wipe me out. Mm. But in spite of all of it, his Grace and his mercy is going to cover me through. I, I, I will recover all. I will recover all. I'm in verse number nine. And verse number nine comes to the rising climax of our text. In verse number nine, he says, my close friend. Mm. Hallelujah. My close friends who ate. Here it is. Now that cheesecake factory with me. <laughs> Come on now. Now they Capitol Grill. Yeah, where were they at? They were sitting in my house. Ha! God, I can't hear nobody in here. <laughs> Ate my they, food. They was eating the food I prepared. Ate my food. God, I can't hear nobody in here. God. Ate my food every Wednesday night. Ate all my food. <laughs> Ate my food on Wednesday night. <laughs> Ate my food. Sure did. Ate my food every Sunday. Sure did. Sure did. Told me to tell you this week, God, uh, this week I need you to do me a favor. I'm asking you this as your pastor. This week I need you to do me a favor. As a matter of fact, it's a busy week. You and Revival this week. You got so much to do. I need you between Juneteenth and July 4th. I need you to do me a favor, please. I need you to take yourself to lunch. Hallelujah. I need you to take yourself <laughs> to lunch and I need you to sit across the table uh -huh. and remind yourself why you ain't ever going to let them sit with you do again. again. <laughs> why do you want me to do that? I need to do that so I never get tempted to go back. I'd rather eat by myself 
real. that eat with somebody that's got a knife that is aimed at me. You are not going to lose your appetite. Why? He prepares a, a table, table in the presence of my enemies. Table for one, please. Is anybody joining you? No, it's just me and my God. Because yes. if God be for me, who can be against me? He preaching, y'all. Uh, hallelujah. I'm, he preaching. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Tall people can eat by themselves. So can. I need you to elbow somebody around there and tell them I used to not be able to. I used to be preoccupied about what other people would think and what other people will say. But they don't know I've been at enough tables no. that in this season of my life, I do not want to sit at a table where they're going to talk about me when I leave. <laughs> I'd rather be at a table where I can be at peace. Where I know the joy of the Lord yeah, is true. my strength. He preaching, y'all. He preaching. So my close friends ate at my table. Yep. Ate my food. Ate my food. They're the ones that betrayed me. So did. I'm here with 50 ride or die worshipers. I need 50 of y'all to just shout out loud. I'm still gonna eat. I'm still gonna eat, baby. I need you to say it again. I'm still gonna eat. I'm still gonna In eat. In other words, I am not gonna lose my appetite yeah. over what Negroes got to say. <laughs> I am not gonna lose my appetite because you think I ain't gonna make it without you. Mm. I'm still gonna eat. Still gonna eat. Hello. Eat good too. My time is up. I, but I got to give you this one verse in Psalm 41, verse uh, number 11. Let's go home. Hallelujah. Verse give it 11. To him. Give it to him. Psalm 41. Here's what it says. I, I, I want you to get it. Verse number 11 of Psalm 41. This is your scripture for the rest of this week. Yes. But my enemies will not have victory uh -huh. over me. Y'all yes. didn't hear what I just said. I can't believe they did that to me. But here's for five screamers. They not gonna believe what he about to do for me. Because they meant it for evil. But God is gonna work it out for my good. I need somebody that's thankful that the enemy is not gonna have the last laugh. But tables are getting ready to turn. That they that wait upon the Lord mm. shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and they shall not faint. If you're in the studio, look at somebody. And I need you to tell somebody, I can't believe what they did to me. Come on, look at them. Tell them I can't believe how they betrayed me. Look at somebody and tell them I was too good of a friend. Too good. I was too good of a woman. Too good of a woman. I was too good of a man too good. to be treated like that. Yeah. Look at that neighbor <laughs> and say, I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. It hurt me. And it hurt me bad. Damn. But do me a favor. Uh -huh. Give me till Wednesday. By <laughs> Wednesday, I'm gonna pull myself together. Yeah. By Wednesday, I'm not gonna cry over this no more. Mama. By Wednesday, I'm gonna come out of my feelings. It may take me a while, but by Wednesday, 
feel better, so much better, ever since. Hey! 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 Give somebody an air high five and tell them Wednesday I'll be better. Wednesday I'll be Wednesday better. I'll be over this. Wednesday I ain't gonna cry about it. Nah. Wednesday I'm gonna unfollow their page. Unfollow. Wednesday I'm gonna block their number. Block. Wednesday don't even discuss their name to me. They don't exist. I'll be healed. Healed. Hey. And that's why it is imperative tea and whiskey family that we have whiskey wednesdays even pastor jamal Bryan said by wednesday you know i'm telling y'all i was debating on if i should change what i do as far as tea and whiskey it is so much going on everybody got a podcast celebrities taking over the podcast game i think that's wonderful i think that's great but i truly believe in my heart that god gave me this platform he gave me this platform for a reason. I'm still trying to figure out why. But this was confirmation that I must continue on every Wednesday in spite of whether I do a show live, whether I do one of these fabulous audio ghost shows. But whatever I choose to do, I will continue to do Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine because it's something that brings me joy. And whoever chooses to listen, I thank you all for subscribing. I thank you all for listening. I thank you all for encouraging me. Those who encourage and like the post, that you, you you comment, you you subscribe, you like all the platforms, wherever you hear this. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, because I'm not just doing it for me. I'm not. I'm doing it for y'all. And I'm doing it because I believe God wants me to give you all a message. And today's message is keep going. Keep going. I don't care who betrayed you. I don't care who stopped loving you. I don't care who gave up on you. I don't care who don't call you. I don't care who you gave your all to and they just threw it back at you. You keep going. You keep going no matter what. Keep your faith bigger than your fears. Love no matter what. And make sure you take time to heal so you won't bleed on those who did not cut you. Remember to keep the drama on TV and out of your life. And uh, whoo, that blessed my soul today. That blessed my soul. You can always uh, follow me on Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine on Instagram, all spelled out. Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. We on TikTok, okay? We on it's uh Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine, but the the E is not there. <laughs> uh. What else? Uh, we're on Twitter. We are no longer on Facebook. It was hacked. So if you're looking for me there, if you want to report it, please report the page. If they go live on, on Facebook or anything, that's not me. So please report that. Um, but again, thank you all for being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. Don't give up on yourselves. And 
We're going to make it a great day. In the meantime, love on yourself. Don't allow the betrayal to take over. Forgive yourself for um, trusting them. It wasn't your fault. You didn't know they were snakes. You thought they were somebody that really loved you and cared for you. But guess what? There's God has a, the, the last say. And don't let nobody take your joy from you. Do you hear me? Just keep going. It's one of my favorite songs by Mary Mary. It's called Walking. Put one front, foot in front of the other and just keep going. Why should you rush your way through life? 